When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the latest edition of ESPN FC. I'm Dan Thomas, joined by Casey Kerr, Craig Burley, and Shaka Hisop. We'll kick things off in the fifth round of the FA Cup. Bristol City take on Manchester City and Pep Guardiola's side safely through to the quarterfinals. It'll be Phil Foden who would open the scoring after seven minutes. Bristol City, though, didn't roll over. City getting the job done late on. Foden getting his second and a lovely goal from Kevin De Bruyne, seeing them register a 3-0 win. Ah, oh, Frank LaBeouf joins us. Uh, to reflect on what happened in that game. Frank, you've been quite critical of Manchester City of late. Did you enjoy that? No. <laughs> I mean, they did the job. They're very, they're very effective. Nothing to, uh, to, uh, to uh, be critical about, you know, uh, professionally uh, talking. They, they exactly did what they had to do to make sure Bristol didn't exist at some point. But why it's always so boring watching them, you know? <laughs> you, you, you're always on your toes because you think, you know, if something's going to happen, you have one, maybe half of the team are among the best players in the world. And uh, then you have Bristol trying something, you know, at the beginning of the game, you know, having some good action. So you say, OK, it's going to be open, it's going to be nice, we're going to see something. And then you, and Manchester City, way of playing, make sure that everybody falls asleep. You know, and then they finish you and the team they play against. So, yes, okay, it's effective. It's uh, it's maybe very good football to play, but to watch, I'm sorry. Football oh, is an no, entertainment. No, look what's happening behind oh, you oh, now, so I'm Frank. losing my... Well, that's oh, okay. it's all going wrong. Oh, that's okay. Oh, <laughs> my God. But, you know, what's the, the dog? important no one cares thing about what you're it's saying. They just care about the dog it, now. It's... <laughs> It's not important what's going on behind me. Important <laughs> is what I'm saying, you know. Oh, oh no, what I said. I didn't enjoy, I didn't you, enjoy the game. Excuse me? What is that? What's that picture behind you? I don't know. I don't know what happened, you know. I don't know. Usually that's a French technology. It switched on and you don't know Frank, how. It's switched Frank, off. I would fix that before something that's what pops it is. up. I know, you'd be worried, wouldn't you? Man City, in some sense, we're trying to emulate yeah. them, aren't we? Hmm? Well, in some sense, we're trying to end, second, you know, getting people to fall asleep. That's <laughs> <laughs> watching this show today. I was rambling so. on about FA Cup highlights. Uh, I like how Frank just... That was, that was true professionalism there, how Frank just soldiered on. I know. Just rolled with it. The backdrops yeah. were just... Yeah, he's, he's on the wrong but show look. for being professional. Yeah, but look... Yeah, some of City's games this year, they haven't been the swashbuckling Man City. And maybe that will be more successful for them at the end of the season both in Europe and domestically, playing a slightly more pedestrian style. But they've just done a job away from home in the FA Cup. They're in yeah. the quarterfinals. They win 3-0. It was a little tighter than it should have been. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he but seemed quite happy about it, Guardiola when we had him in his after-match interview. I think that's the thing. Listen, I, I, as much as score was 3-0, it didn't feel like a 3-0 up, up until... Certainly, said he got the, the second. It felt like it was going to be a whole lot tighter. And now the criticism around that kind of that that's, well, slower style of, of of cities this season is 
Especially in this, especially in this season where it's been congested because of because of the fixtures and the World Cup, etc. You want to see team City go out and win it. And then, you know, you score two or three early on, and then you could take your foot off the gas and relax for the rest of the game. Players get rest, you make changes. But for long spells, Bristol City were, were still in this. Mm. And, and, and City had to, to push a little bit harder than, than maybe they, they should have. Once Foden scored after, what, seven minutes, you thought, OK, it'll be two or three, and then, and then they, can, they can coast. But uh, un until they got that second goal in, what, 75th, so somewhere around there, at no point were City coasting. And as a result, it felt a lot harder and probably took a lot more to the players than this game should. But let's give some credit to Bristol City. I mean, here's a side that was unbeaten in 12 in all competitions in a league that we know is very competitive. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, Craig mentioned earlier, they got off to a poor start to the season and probably a reason why they're not going to make the playoffs. But they are a very informed side at home where this is their cup final playing against Manchester City, and they showed a good representation for the championship. Uh, we've we, talked we, about... We should give City 10 out of 10, really, because, you know, for not allowing the game to go to extra time. Well, yes, that uh, would have been... Yeah. And if we went to extra time, then we would have given them a real kick. <laughs> yes, yeah, most flat. definitely. Manchester City, then, uh, still on to do the treble, the FA Cup, the Premier League, and, of we course... We bring this up every the year. The Champions League, we City do. City doing the treble this year, Liverpool yeah, yeah, doing the quadruple, quadruple yes. Man United going to do the quadruple. Yes, yeah, they're, so they're 9-1. to one. Uh, to, to do the treble. So that's not happening then? Well, not necessarily. Well, United have 150 to Are you one. putting money on at 91? No, I'm not right, touching okay, that. It's not I'm not touching that because <laughs> I don't trust them. I don't trust them. Yeah. Especially in the Champions League. I think that, that, that's the issue, isn't it? We saw the second half performance against Leipzig and there are teams that I think just with the experience are stronger than, uh, <laughs> than Manchester City. There you are, that's your answer. <laughs> there you are. Who needs anyone else? Hey, that's that's, that's decided. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> Life as normal. Oh, my goodness. Uh, where do you stand on City's chances when it regards to Premier League and Champions League, Shaq? Which is I, more likely? I, I, I think the, the Premier League. Two points behind Arsenal, but Arsenal have a game in hand. But City have better City teams than the one we've seen this season, have faltered in the Champions League. Right. Um, and as much as a lot of, of Europe's traditional big boys aren't having the best of seasons themselves, I just, I, I just don't feel City... They've disappointed too, much, too often. For me to, to again have faith in them, faith in this version of Manchester City. Uh, say they win the FA Cup, yep. second in the Premier League, get knocked out of the Champions League in the quarterfinals. How would then you sum up that season? Disappointing. Uh, I think when you look at Man City, you're looking at two main competitions, Champions League and, and then most importantly, I think most fans will say, you win your domestic competition, you win your league. That's number one, Champions League then is a very close second. FA Cup's like the, if, if you're Fulham or if you're right. a team that hasn't won something in a while or you're a big boy, that's a icing. And I, but I think Champions League is that elusive. And you look at Bayern Munich right now, you look at Real Madrid, you look at some of the teams that are left in there that you think might be a little bit better poised than a Man City that seems to have something in their head when it comes to Champions League. Listen, if they don't win the... Something. You're not buying Haaland and, ha and keeping all these players to be not prioritizing yeah. the Champions League and the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, if they 
come away at the end of the season and have only won the FA Cup, it's like it's like having a jam sponge for your wedding cake, isn't it? Oh, I mean, some people like a jam sponge. Not for the wedding cake. Why not? You just can't happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can dress it up all you want, but it ain't, it's a jam. End of the day, it's a jam sponge. <laughs> like, it ain't a wedding cake. And so yeah, you just you're not bringing. It's it's you know, whenever you win a trophy, it's hard to sort of criticise. But when you're Man City and you have their resources and you've signed those players that you've that we've talked about, and your holy grail is to be the top of the Premier League still and win the Champions League. And they're in a much better position and have been for a while to do this than PSG. PSG have been trying to do it. Yes, they got to the final, were taken apart by Bayern Munich. But Man City every year seem to be in a better position with their squad to go and get it done, but for many and various reasons have failed to do so. And mainly through their own fault, not through their opponents, be it in quarterfinals, semi-finals, or even the final against Chelsea, not by their opponents outplaying them, but by Man City doing something that you sat back and went, what the hell are they doing? You've just thrown it away again, and who's to say that not going to be the case this season, Shaq? I, I, and that would be a jam sponge of a season. If I've ever seen a jam sponge, that's it. Do you know what jam sponge is, Casey? I've lived in England a lot. There you go. It's not just Victoria Sponge. Yeah, but... No, don't. Right, OK. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's enough on City. Uh, let's move on to what else happened in the FA Cup today. Uh, Fulham then through to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup after beating Leeds United by two goals to do two brilliant goals uh, from the host. Paulinho would open the scoring in the 21st minute and then Solomon with a lovely curl effort uh, 10 minutes into the second half would see Silva's side through. Is Frank back with us now? Is he fixed on TV? Where's Don? Get him back. Don had to go and get his locker's car. car. Don't don't car I can't do the show. I've got a red nose and my car's going to get torn. I think, I think that's it. It's cold. Uh, Frank, I know you didn't watch this game, but you just saw the goals. Which was the better one for you? Hmm. I, lo I love the, the long shot from the, um, from the first goal, but the curve from the second one is a simply a beauty. So I would go for the second one. Uh, Shaka, we discussed this before and you came up with some nonsense. Would you like to repeat it? Yeah, I would. Go on, then. <laughs> not as long as that first time. <laughs> <laughs> the strike for the first goal for Palidia was the better strike, right. but the build-up was better for the second. That was abbreviated. <laughs> so which is the better goal? <laughs> which is the better goal? Well, that's a matter of personal choice. <laughs> do you like build-up or do you like strike? What's I go for the first. Choice? First, oh, Palidia. the first yes. one? Yes. yes. During the live show, you picked the second one. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. You did, didn't you? No, I didn't. I wasn't listening. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stand up. <laughs> uh, for, for Leeds, obviously, out of the FA Cup, yes. Casey. But they did try some fight today. But as, as everyone's kind of saying, it's the same old story. That's the same old story. That's the problem. It didn't matter who the manager is. They keep saying, you know, good performance, but no result. Uh, I think they'd rather prefer some bad performances than some good results um, because it's a results business. Uh, performance is great if that leads to you getting the desired outcome. Uh, and, and that's fine on the odd occasion when you have a good game and you come up against an inspired goalkeeper or just one of those days that you just can't seem to find the back of the net. But when it seems to be week after week of not a bad performance, not a bad effort, you know, but at some stage you have to string some results together. And you thought that maybe at the weekend when they got lucky with kind of the 1-0, that maybe that was going to kickstart new manager. Was yep. that going to kickstart? And once again, good 
Good match, bad result. But it, but it looks like, you know, Javi Grazia's come in. He's not been there long, but certainly on that evidence, it, it looks like it's going to be equally as chaotic <laughs> yeah. till the end of the season. Unless things change. It's not like he's come in and gone, right, OK, the only way we stay up and get results is a complete sea change of how we approach the game. Let's just be difficult to beat, be organised, and we'll take it from there. No. no, it's like, I tell you what, let's just have more of the same. There's a, it's a high-tempo game, it's open, mm. lots of pace about their play, but when they lose it, yes. they are so vulnerable going the other way because they commit so many men forward. And so I haven't seen any change so far in terms of a style from the management change, and, and let's see if that continues. Well, I, I want to, you know, not, by no means piling on Aronson. Uh, sorry, oh, by, by, by Adams. And, oh, no, case this isn't. You can't start a sentence well, like well, that no, 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 going to happen. Well, but, but there's <laughs> that. Americans. There's that <laughs> but there's the pragmatism that we're talking about. And if you're in a situation where you're 15 yards outside your own box and you have a decision to pass the ball wide or a, posi or a position to pass the ball centrally, that if it gets picked off, you're then in a spot to concede... I think you, you have to now at this stage of the season make that conscious decision, I'm going to take the safer choice. And I think that's something that I think the Leeds management has to really strike in this end of the season is really hammering to the players. Yes, we want to be aggressive and we want to be attack-minded, but there still has to be something that says the safer option at this stage might not be a bad thing. Elsewhere in the FA Cup, Leicester City lost at home against Blackburn. Leicester's struggles, of course, continuing both in the Cup and the league as well. Brendan Rodgers' side out, Blackburn through to the quarterfinal draw. How concerned would you be with your Leicester house? I would be concerned, for sure, absolutely. I mean, because I think we see it year in, year out, where there's a team that's in that lower mid-table zone that maybe gets a couple good results and thinks, OK, that's it, we're safe. And the other teams know they're in that fight and continue to pick up points. And before you, you know, you're now five weeks before the end of the season, you're going, wait a minute, how the heck did we get down here? Well, because you took your eye off of it in that moment after you felt you were safe. And I think it was the Spurs result that then was like, okay, yeah, we're fine. We're going to be fine. Yeah. And then a couple bad results and a real tight Everton picking up a couple wins in a row gets them up. Leeds obviously picking up a win. And, yeah, it's going to be... Uh, they played really well at Old Trafford and got beat. And they should have been a couple up in 20 minutes. Because they, they defensively, and I know they've lost players in that position. Mm. You know, previously it was Evans, Soyuncu, Fafana. It, it's just been a sea change of, of personnel. Goalkeeping with Schmeichel well, leaving. Schmeichel was well. one of the best. Schmeichel, one of the most solid goalkeepers around. And now... Uh, they have got Danny Ward in the league, and tonight it was... Iverson. Iverson. I mean... Shaq is so proud he got that right. <laughs> well done, Shaq. <laughs> no, I tell you what, I know that Shakespeare came in... I'm done. Yeah, I'm done for the day now. <laughs> See, they're just making so many mistakes at the back, and obviously at the other end as well, you know, Iheanacho's getting a, the odd goal. Vardy's kind of a sub-now squad player coming on. The recruitment, the problem for... I don't think the problem for Leicester is Brendan Rodgers. I think the problem was the recruitment in the summer was horrible. Yeah. And we've seen, we've, we've seen that all year in their performances, particularly in the back line. But I think after they won the title, they had a good little recruitment from there where you thought that maybe after they won it, there was going to be this huge... 
drop-off. But they stayed consistent. They brought in new players. They were able to keep that level. And I think that's the, the risk right now. Maybe being a, just a, a little too loyal right. to maybe some players that needed to be changed. But the other problem, well, if you make those changes and those changes don't work, now you're in big trouble. Uh, meanwhile, if you want more on the FA Cup and what happened, be sure to go to our YouTube channel and subscribe to ESPN FC. Did you know less than 10% of Americans own an e-bike? Here's why that should change. Studies show e-bike owners actually end up exercising more, plus getting outside more. If you're looking for a balanced lifestyle and everyday adventures, you need to check out Electric e-bikes. They are the number one selling e-bike brand in America. Their bikes are typically foldable, pre-assembled, and have serious range up to 150 miles on some models. Check them out today at electricebikes.com and add some more adventure to your week. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights and more. Whether you're into speed, power or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Oh, Chelsea. Who's been your best player this season? Thiago Silva. Who's out for six weeks? Thiago Silva, big blow then for Chelsea. Exactly what Graham Potter didn't need at the moment to add to his list of concerns. Uh, just to confirm, these are the matches that uh, it looks like he will miss. Two big games. We talked about this, didn't we, over the last couple of days at Stamford Bridge. It's Leeds at the weekend and then the second leg of Borussia Dortmund. Uh, all these teams. I was going to say. Yeah, if you... If you... If you're getting beat or bad results, or Dortmund's different, right, Champions League, because Chelsea ain't going far in that competition, not good enough. But Leeds, we just talked about Leicester, and then Everton are currently in the bottom yeah. three. That's, they're all relegation fodder this season. That puts even more pressure on. Look, Villa could get Graham sucked Potter. into the relegation yeah. conversation. Wolves as well. But yet all we keep hearing is from, from Chelsea, Todd Bowley, is, well, it doesn't matter what, what's happening, he's safe at the moment, but... And I, and I don't think that's the wrong thing, I have, to be, I have to say. However, if they were to pick up two or three defeats to those teams, how you stave off the fan base yeah. mm -hmm. is beyond me. I just don't know how they would be able to withstand the pressure from the Chelsea fans who would want a change in management. That, that's more of a problem uh, for Todd Bowley uh, and Graham Potter. It's, I don't know how it's going to work out. They're not playing well enough at the moment, but yeah, it, it could be close. Uh, Frank, obviously, a major blow for Chelsea. How much of a factor is it, how much of a differential is it, looking ahead to that clash against Borussia Dortmund, that second leg? It's huge. When you talk, when you talk about one of the best players in the world, for sure the best player at Chelsea uh, this season, with the experience, the amount of uh, experiences that he has um, through his uh, long 
carrier. Um, you, you know that uh, not having him is, uh, is a big blow. And uh, yes, you have uh, Koulibaly, uh, you have Fofana, uh, you have Chaloba, but um, they don't have the experience, they don't have the talent, they don't have the technique, they don't have the anticipation of, uh, of Thiago Silva and the credit that Thiago Silva has, you know, uh, to the other players as well. You know, but there are some question marks about Fofana, he's young, he's been injured, Koulibaly is the same, uh, he signed for the club, had one good game, then has been struggling since, and Chaloba is still, is still young and, uh, and experienced. So for the other players, for the goalkeeper, is also something you wonder because you don't have your best player and you don't have the mm. most experienced player uh, just in front of you. So it's going to be it's going to be a, a real test for those players. It's going to be a test for Chelsea. I mean, and it might be the last test for Potter. I think if Potter doesn't go through, doesn't win that game and go through uh, against uh, against Dortmund at home, that's over. It's really it's over. I don't I, see I, Potter staying after the UCL. No, I'm not sure about that, Frank. I, I, I think the league games are more important. B by the, by, because Chelsea are not going to... I mean, let's be honest, even if they were to scramble through against Dortmund, the, the, the first sign of a decent team, they're going out. They can't win a Premier League game, for God's sake. Yeah, but... You know what I mean? Craig, Craig, there is yeah. nothing to hope from the Premier League. You know that you're not going to get anything from there. The fans, and maybe the... The political message that you're going to throw, uh, they're going to send to the fans if you sack Potter before Dortmund, is that you don't care about it. Because you know that the, the, no, the new coach won't be able to change anything before that, that big game. So you want to believe that Potter will find a solution, then if he doesn't, there is maybe the excuse to sack him. That's the only thing, because that's the only hope for Chelsea to get something big this season. Of course, you, you and I, we know, and I think if we're clever enough, you know that they're not going to win the Champions League. That's going to be a miracle. Well, I, I said that last year for Real Madrid. So, <laughs> but but um, really, I really, think, I really think that Chelsea is in the middle of a big mess. And for the board, sacking Potter before Dortmund will send a message to the fans that we don't even believe in anything. So, wrong message. So, they have to wait. They have to wait because they don't have the choice. I think the league games are more important because, you know, the, the, the fans have to see something tangible to take forward. Now, you, you can... You could but probably could, could a, not a good result against Dortmund not prove to be a catalyst. Probably like Shasha well, when he was at Portsmouth. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to be a realist here in terms, in terms of uh, look where they are on the table, look the way they're playing, look the way they're defending now, look the way they're, they're, they're been so poor in front of goal. Uh, you know, what's the point hanging on to a tournament that I mean, you, you're going to try and win, of course you are, uh, but the likelihood of Dortmund beating them is is quite high. And, and so, therefore, I don't think there's any great expectation there. However, there is expectation to beat Leeds United, Leicester City and, yeah. and Everton. And then with Aston Villa coming up. And it's, it's about time for leadership now. It's probably going to be Badia Shield and Koulibaly. I know he can't play in the Champions League, but he probably will play in the Premier League. And it's time for Koulibaly to step up and show the leadership that right. he had at Napoli. The leadership that he had at Napoli, that they brought him to the club, that defensive powerhouse that he was, organising the back four. Look, there's no excuses. They got Chelwell back and they got Rhys James back now. That was the excuse two months ago. Our wing-backs are out. 
we don't have the wing-backs that we want. Well, got your wing-backs now. OK, you've Thiago Silva's out, but you've got other defenders. you signed other defenders. You brought Koulibaly in from Napoli, who was one of the best in Europe. OK, hasn't been great, but it's time for him to step up. And I really think those three big Premier League games, not the Champions League game, are where it's going to hinge what? forward. I, I, what, I, what's what? the worst-case scenario? Obviously, they lose them all. But uh, yeah. what's the line that, isn't, you, that, that you say, right, Potter's got to go if he doesn't get X amount of points from those games? I, I don't know. I mean, take the three Premier League games against those teams. Take the, take the Dortmund game and, and yell it out for now. I would say if he picked up, like, a point or maybe three out of the nine. Do you know what I'm saying? That, then he's gone. Well, I... I think it's a hard sell for the ownership. Yeah. The and there's a little bit of space there. And if you get knocked out again in the Champions League. Yeah. I think he gets a lifeline if they stay in the Champions League. Right. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think Potter has to get four points. I think Chelsea are desperate to have a, a, a deep run in, in the Champions League because that's the only thing that makes this season look anything respectable. Even if they win the next three games, and, and, and they are winnable against, against that, that opposition, you can't even then will you see I see Chelsea finishing hard and eighth, which is is I, I'm not sure how you make an argument for Potter to stay on next season. But you, you're saying they should have a run in the Champions League. I, I think. What, what have you seen that would suggest <laughs> no, no, no. What, they what, can? No, I'm not saying I'm not saying they can. I'm saying that's what they need. Even if they win, we even only that. Even if they win the next three games, I still don't see Chelsea putting together the rest of the season that sees them finishing any higher on eighth, and I don't think that's good enough for Potter. He goes. The only thing, the only thing that somehow keeps Potter in this job next season is that top seven finish and a deep run in Champions League, which I, I do not see coming. I, I, I just don't. So I'm, I'm not sure. Even if we talk about the next couple of games, I, I think Potter is. Well, on, on reading his last right, I mean, pretty much. The reality is for these teams, and, and Liverpool are in that same scenario, although the manager's not under uh, the pressure that Potter's under, and rightly so, for, for his uh, success in CV. But the Liverpool-Real Madrid game was a, was a great case in point. They really needed something to give them a bit of hope in terms of a run in the Champions League. But, but realistically, come on, it, it was never going to happen mm. because they just have not been playing well enough. Real Madrid can came to Anfield, themselves not been great and completely obliterated them after being 2-0 down. Chelsea are a similar scenario in that it's kind of people are hoping they'll have a run in this competition, but the realism is they just ain't good enough. Uh, of course, Potter not working out, certainly at Chelsea. Quite the opposite for Ten Hag. Uh, Manchester United, of course, picking up the Carabao Cup at the weekend. They're in action on Wednesday against West Ham in the FA Cup at Old Trafford. This is uh, what Ten Hag had to say ahead of the game. Yesterday, players were still uh, so enthusiastic um, and they had to celebrate uh, this momentum. But uh, yesterday, after, uh, we, uh, we settled down and we get back to work and did what we had to do. I think every game is important. And every game till now, I think that this, uh, uh, this dressing room has the right attitude and the right approach that they take uh, game by game and not looking ahead. And you said it's the biggest game, but I think what do you mention? So Barcelona is not a big game. <laughs> uh, Frank, it's interesting that you said phrase there, settle down. How easy is it to do that after winning a trophy? 
Well, you see, in the season, I remember winning the League Cup with Chelsea, and you know, you still have some uh, some games to play a lot because uh, it's uh, it's uh, in. Uh, I guess for us it was in April maybe of and end of March. So you know you still have to achieve something. And uh, but you play games by games, you know, you win stuff and when you belong to a big club like Manchester United, you know that um, it's never it's never an end. It's always a continuation of games and uh, so your duty is to rest well, to eat well, to sleep well and to uh, and to listen to the coach on what he wants. And that is what the play, player of your Manchester United are doing right now. Game after games, you know, not planning on anything too far away from them. But um, they did well against uh, Newcastle. They have another game against West Ham tomorrow. Then they're going to play against Liverpool. So it's one after one and they are professional. And it's why we love, in fact, not calculating, not hoping too much. Newcastle were aiming to win that cup where Manchester United it was just an episode of their season. That's the difference between Manchester United and Newcastle now. So they, are, they know that they have to do something, they have to finish, maybe they can win the title uh, if they keep on working like that. Um, so it's, it's always something that you have to cheer up and, and work with the, with the players and, or your teammates and, and, and say, okay, guys, it's over what we did. I remember when we won the um, um, Cup Winners Cup final. We didn't even celebrate. We went back straight after the game and went back to, to England from Stockholm and we prepared the game after and uh, in the weekend. That's what it is when you're a professional player and on the top where you have to win everything. Trust me. They've had a few beers. Oh, sure. You see his interview, he said, well, they came in yesterday and it was quite obvious yeah. they, had a, they, had a couple, <laughs> they had a couple of... Uh, Little drums, yes. couple of wee drums, and so. Yeah. But yeah, look, I, I don't have an issue with that at all. Celebrate Sunday night, what was a, a great victory for them, but then pick it back, pick the baton back up again. You got the uh, FA Cup Wednesday. The team will change, and that's the thing with United now at the moment. It's not the best squad they can have, but it's a squad they can make changes, uh, and I think we will see that for various reasons. Uh, but yeah. I don't see any reason why United can't just go again tomorrow against a West Ham side that haven't particularly travelled well to Old Trafford in, in, in recent years. So they did get a good victory against Forest, but it was Forest and at home, and so this is a different kettle of fish. So I'm expecting United just to be the same team that they were at the weekend, they were last week against Barcelona, and put this Carabao Cup final behind them. And, and you don't want to upset Ten Hag, do you, really? Well, you don't. <laughs> and, and competition's obviously getting better. But, you know, Frankie makes a point that the League Cup happens at a time where there's a lot of season left. Yeah. FA Cup, season's over. Uh, you know, so there is that concentration factor of saying... Yes, let's put it behind us and keep going, which is easier said than done. Mm. You know, you look at Real Madrid at the weekend against Atletico, there was all the talk about them still on that high for coming back and having that great result against Liverpool away and unable to replicate the form so recently afterwards. Now, at, at Chelsea, when, when they won the League Cup, they're still fighting for championships. When I was at Leicester and you won the League Cup in March... You were then saying, I don't want to get sucked into this relegation fight by right. thinking the season's already over. So there's that point where you're saying, hey, we just won a cup. We should now be celebrating. No, you have two months of the season left to yeah. make sure that either 
at a club like Chelsea, you're fighting for more trophies, or at a club like Leicester saying, don't get sucked into something you shouldn't get sucked into. Manchester United then against West. Oh, I'm going to play my favourite game tomorrow. Search Craig's name on Twitter as he's commentating. Oh, it keeps me entertained. I must admit, you do lead a, a sad life. <laughs> <laughs> the, the abuse that you get is magnificent. Keeps me going. Uh, just to remind them, we'll be back to reflect on that game and the three other ties as well in the FA Cup on the next edition of the show. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the podcast. Indeed.com slash FC, terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. So yesterday was the FIFA World's Best, of course. Oh, yeah, I was all over this. Oh, this is just pathetic. So David Alaba voted for Lionel Messi. Yep. This was published as Austria captain. Now, this has upset Real Madrid supporters to an extent that some uh, have tweeted on you know, social media racial abuse because he didn't vote for Benzema, his teammate. Uh, such was the abuse that he received, he felt he had to come out and justify the, the ballot. He came out and explained regarding FIFA the best award, the Austrian national team vote for this award as a team, not me alone. Everyone in the team council is able to vote and that's how it's decided. Everyone knows, especially Kareem, how much I admire him and his performance. And I have often said that for me he's the best striker in the world. And that is still the case without doubt. How sad is it, Shaq, that he feels he's got to go on Twitter to justify this? Um, desperate on a, on a number of levels. First of all, everything that David Alaba does there in terms of how he, how he voted and why he voted for in, in the manner that he did is exactly what you hope from the competition or, or hope for right. the, the, this award. That, that's what you want to see. When you have, be it a captain or a journalist or whoever it is, casting a vote, doing so just because of a, a personal relationship, then it, it, it tarnishes the award in general. So David Albert does everything that's asked of him in respecting the award ceremony. And, and does so wonderfully well and, and explains it. Secondly, in a season where we have sat here and discussed racism in La Liga, particularly around Vinicius Jr., a Real Madrid player, a teammate for David Alaba, and how we have made arguments around how the league needs to better support 
these players, to have Real Madrid fans tweet racist abuse at David Alaba for this vote shows how desperately far we still have to go. And to those fans who understand what was being asked by Vinicius Jr. to turn around weeks later and tweet abuse at David Alaba, it shows that you're not just racist, you're a hypocrite. And I say that without apology. If everybody comes to Vinicius Jr.'s support and your response is to turn on another of your black players, then it, it, speaks, it speaks not necessarily to how far we have to go because I think they are lost causes and I, I refuse to waste energy or any more energy on them, but how, how desperate the education at the early stages within our, our, our football supporting fan base needs to be addressed. It's the most innocuous thing. Yeah. A vote. And unfortunately, the society we live in now is something as simple as a player or a team voting for someone that they perceive the supporters perceive not to be the best vote or the vote that they should have, that they should have voted for brings out the most pathetic dregs in society. Yeah, yeah. But I, it, it's absolutely frightening what drives and motivates these people to, to, to treat people like this. I mean, we're, we're talking about a vote. And let's be honest, a vote for an award that really nobody cares about, to be quite but honest. I, but I think one of the best things that we can start doing is kind of what you do when a pitch invasion happens. Turn the camera off. Mm. Don't give wings to this. So instead of why are the troll farms doing what they're doing, because we're talking about it and we're, we're perpetuating it and making it more. If nobody reports on it, then the general public doesn't know that these idiots were doing what they're doing. We need to take more responsibility and not give, not enable. Mm. The ability, because I've heard of, of, mm. of, of groups of, of online trolls that have 50 accounts on this side and 50 accounts on this side, and they fight amongst themselves. And it's the same person tweeting on both sides mm. to cause controversy, to try to say, hey, look, guess what? I can get ES ESPN FC to talk about something that I did myself, yeah. and it's... I suppose the reason that we talked about it is because David Alaba addressed it. I but, think that, that, is, yeah. that, 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 that is part to, of it. To, to that point, and, and I'm glad Frank's on the show because Frank has been more vocal than anybody about his dislike of, of these awards and how he hates them. And everything about this is, is why Frank is right in, in his feeling. If, the, if these awards make what you like of them, if the perception at any level is that we're voting for who we like, we're voting for a team, right. maybe we're voting for somebody we have some kind of a personal relationship with or, or fellow countrymen, then well, how, does that, how does that convince Frank or anybody else mm. that these awards are worth taking seriously at all? Frank, would you like the last word on this? Well, you know, I was invited by FIFA because the show was in Paris to attend to the show and I insert that I didn't want to go. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I like the best, 11 uh, the best team, the best 11. I think it's only fair for, the, for our football and my football, the football I love. 
but uh, it's completely insulting for for uh, for my football and the collective aspect of my football that I that I want to cheer. Uh, what I see with the uh, the best award, I I'm feel so sorry for David Alaba. But as Shaka said before, you won't change those people. It's too late. You know, if they can't understand that we're all equal, that we're all together, and uh, and racism doesn't mean anything, you know, you can't change them. That's the young, younger generation that we have to work on, maybe to change that. You know, remember that I was named as a racist because I said to about Kurt Zuma that he shouldn't buy, he shouldn't hit his uh, cat. It wasn't because he was black. It was just because he was a, he was a guy. He was a football player that I was talking to and a guy that I loved. So. Every, all the the craziness comes from everywhere, everybody, because people are stupid. And don't forget, social networks was has given a chance to some people to have a word, to have a voice, where before they were just talking at the bar, drinking a beer, you know, and talking to each other. And now they express themselves, you know, and spitting their 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 hate to the others. That's what I hate about social networks. It doesn't bring anything good in that kind of in that side. Uh, well, let's move on then, shall we? To what actually happened on the pitch uh, today, as we turn our attention to Italy. What a game between Juventus and Torino. Uh, Juventus actually coming from behind uh, to get the victory. Paul Pogba uh, came on as a substitute within this tie. Just taking a look at what that means. Uh, Juventus, of course, after that points uh, deduction, uh, nowhere near where they want to be. Ten points adrift off Lazio in fourth. Uh, Frank, I know you watched this game. Frank, an entertaining Italian game for you. Oh yes, very much so. I mean, a great derby. Uh, um, well, you know, um, Juventus won the last. Well, uh, Torino only won once in the 24 derby games, you know. But uh, but that was a great game. Torino did well, you know, were leading uh, twice, you know, and hit the post, you know, at uh, 2-2. Uh, and then they made the changes. Paul Pogba came on, and like three minutes after, uh, Juventus scored. And he almost made an, an assist. I'm talking about Paul Pogba, uh, but in fact, it wasn't him. Well, <laughs> that's what they said, you know. But uh, <laughs> that was a great news to see Paul Pogba back to the game because it's been more than 300 years since uh, he last played uh, <laughs> with Manchester United. So, so uh, 300 days, sorry. Uh, and so, so I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm very pleased that he, that he came back. Yeah, sorry, I don't know what I said. But uh, <laughs> nice to see the big boy back into the game, and uh, and and I really enjoyed the game. Uh, that was a great, great Serie A game that I and I've seen for a while. Oh, there we go. God, what a match report that was, was Frank. Look how Frank I was. Played for three hundred years. Three hundred years. <laughs> 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 it looks like it though, doesn't it? Well, no, it no, does. I thought you were being funny, Frank. Uh, but no. <laughs> French. Yeah, that's true. Looking at it, Frank. Overall, how do you see Paul Pogba's future? Well, I don't know if he's almost thirty or he's over thirty, but. Uh, you know, after a long absence like that, you know, you have to work hard physically, but also mentally. Uh, what is his um, mind right now and how he wants to work? I think he loves football and he, lo he really loves football. He's been hard, you know, uh, what he's been through, but he's a great player and um, he did very well. The best time of his career was at Juventus. So I guess he wants to go back to where he was before 
Um, it's always hard to work with nostalgia, but uh, maybe for once, you know, I want to be wrong and think that it's possible for a player who just came back, who came back, comes back sorry, to, a, to his cl own former club, uh, can be successful again. I want to believe that because on that, because Paul Pogba is a great player, he's a great guy, he's a funny guy, and he is a great, he's a great talent. Uh, thank you very much, Frank. Frank, you come back for extra time? Whatever you want, my dear. Okay, lovely. Well, yes, indeed. It'd be lovely to have you back. You can check out Extra Time over on our YouTube channel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. It is the end of February. Let's take a look, shall we, at Best of the Month. You've very high today. <laughs> Fool that. I was actually sitting up listening. Feel like, I feel like you're looking down on me. <laughs> Bayern are not playing well at the moment. Man City. I am. And forgetting a second time to sign it? Are you kidding me? Or twice in a row you forget to sign the, the bloody paperwork? Ever since Mbappe got injured, Jules has got a little, <laughs> I know, sense Jules has got a little edge there. <laughs> a little anger, there's a little I'm anger, just explaining yeah. the facts. I hear reports that he's got his, his teams are well organised. Um, <laughs> I would love, come on, I would love some more out of you. So who are the favourites? That's a funny face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is the answer up here? Where, where are you looking? I don't know how good your, your English is. It's a crime Number in this one show. In our hearts, Frank. It is a crime in this show that Frank LaBeouf is not included in the list. I am sure that you'll be getting a message soon. But I just want to know if Julian was drunk when he made that list, because really, really. And Manchester United had quite the turnaround, mate. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> you okay? You need me to take over, okay? I got it. Speechless. And I thought it was perfectly reasonable to get like money in a brown envelope and live in this house in 20 bedrooms. Don't joke about it, I've scored three different leagues. Premier League, English League and non-league. That's not five. That's three, though. How many was? There's only one in the other two. That's why stats are deceiving. Love you, buddy. Uh, We're not having Pedri. We're keeping you. The birth of Rafa. Oh, so hello. Look at him, look at him. What the heck do I do with this? Yes. <laughs> what beverage is there, Sean? I'm, I'm having a coconut water to... For my electrolytes. <laughs> I don't care who I scored against, former team or not. You're gonna get it. Here you go. Take that. Get it. Yeah. All of that. Huh. You like hold the main frog and then, and then bite the legs what, off. What are you doing to the frog? And you just do it like that. No. Easy. I'm paying a thousand pounds tomorrow. A thousand pounds out of my own pocket. 
And I've got a Wi-Fi company tomorrow coming around the hard wire the garage. Watch that thousand pounds go out the door. Uh, two months after the World Cup, he's on fire right now. You kept that guy's phone number. <laughs> no, and people do ski, like, oh no, you have to go and do it, it's brilliant. Well, I used to take my daughter oh, to ski Sunday. Come down, go up, fall over, break your leg, come down. Freezing cold. Oh. You are the two most British people in the whole world. Guaco is more of a, hey, que pasó, hey, hey, mi amor, como estamos, mi Whoa, 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 whoa there, Leslie. Wow. Are you Dan Thomas in the scam? No. At the end of the day, it's a lot of nonsense. It's just a scam to get money out of you. You're talking absolute, absolute nonsense. garbage. That is such a silly thing to say. Which game is going to have more quality in? <laughs> oh, what is he on about quality? <laughs> you talk, ask me a question about quality. And, you're just, and I've said that, that you, you, that you made, as well as you the made, made a silly comment. I sat made a here silly comment and said, I don't know, you are a granddad. <laughs> Uh, that is it. We will be back tomorrow for more. That would be a comeback. <laughs> I think we we just been through the longest show ever. There we go. So that's it. Yeah. Starting position is difficult. Hey, false start. False start. <laughs> oh, 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 fish is catching oh, you. Oh, yeah. Oh, fish is going to fall. Oh, oh, move the feet. Yeah. Move your legs. Yeah. How do you run if you have a shark running after you? That is going well. That's a Oh, there's a fish! How do you not lift your legs? He did run like that, didn't he? He did oh, run like that. That was, that was all this month, was it? My goodness, it's drag. Uh, that is it then. That brings us to the end of today's show. Frank is back for extra time. Oh, we keep going. We keep going. Yeah, yeah. Stay with us. <laughs>
I remember run, running to, to warm up, my ankle would just give out. It would just give out randomly. So here I am playing, <laughs> playing for Portsmouth at Stamford Bridge. I'm running across the box trying to warm Portsmouth up. Portsmouth again. <laughs> and my ankle just give out and I'm, I'm falling over in the box. Wow. Harry, Harry knew, I was like, I was like, I. We lost 4-0. So the, um, you didn't have. The, yeah, the, the, surely in training you would have felt that your ankles. Well, yeah, I, I, knew, I knew my ankle wasn't great. Well, I didn't tell what, anyone hey. because my manager said he'd like me to play, and that's what I do. There's no danger of you doing that from Carnival, is there? No. Nah, Coming no. back too early. No, no, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I'm a lesson. Uh. Well, you don't come back early. Because then you fall over. We know that. Anyway. Surprised you came back at all. Uh, at Fulham, I uh, snapped my bicep tendon and had a f- shoulder reconstruction. And Ooh, okay. it was about four months. And yeah, I mean, there's no question that that first time, even in training, you had to dive and kind of extend to that side. And yeah, you, you did want- you come back early? Were you okay? No, no, no. That was one you made sure you yes. came back at the right time. And, and fortunately enough. Uh, it's been perfect ever since. Oh, so, good. Steven yeah. had issues with his shoulder. Yeah. He tripped over the dog. Well, <laughs> it needed an operation. <laughs> uh, what about you? What? Injury. Longest. How was well, it coming back? Well, what, what it was, I was fighting a bear in the woods. Right. Don't get, don't laugh, Frank. Don't give him fuel. After about half an hour, I, I saw him off. Right, yeah, of course. But I was in bad yes. shape. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I'm, not gonna, I'm not talking about myself. <laughs> All right, okay. Frank, your worst injury? Um, just my quad, like for three weeks. I only minor oh. injuries. I never had any surgery before the end of my career. So, yeah, I was very fortunate. You um, You're lucky. L- Yes, I was very lucky. You know, I had 15, 15 um, I, I twisted my right ankle 16 times and my left one 15 times, but I uh, managed to carry mm. on and uh, and yeah. I was uh, I was a tough guy, you know, everybody knows that. I feel this is a dig at you, Sean. I'm kidding. Why was it a dig at me? Hernia. Did you have a hernia? I had, I did. Oh, I, had, I had the old double. Oh, double hernia. Um, horrible. Gilmore. Coming back from that. Oh. Did you, does it did you do Gilmore? Did you do that? Gilmore's growing. Gilmore's growing. Yeah. That's what I had. I shan't tell you how he tests it when you go to see him pre-op. Let's just say... Ooh. Uh. Anyway, that's not very nice. <laughs> Coming back from that, you know. It doesn't take long to come back. Right. You want to try getting out of bed right. the next day. Jack? Yes. I don't think I really know what hernia is. Do you know what a muscle it's when, is? Do you want, listen, do you want a very detailed explanation? No. I, I'm here for, for stuff like that. Okay. Just give me like a... It's a rip in the stomach muscle. Oh. Down oh. the bottom. Right. And it needs... But they do it differently now. Okay. Back in the day, you, it was the cut. Yeah, right. Mr. Gilmore at Harley Street went in for a wonder. Oh, right. Well, not, not literally. Right. <laughs> not literally. <laughs> Shrink himself and go... <laughs> oh my crikey! This is That's horrible. Ah, where's the music? Can you hear the music? I, can't oh, I don't care about music. Get I, on I the like show. the music. Casey, why does Yunus Musa excel with the US team but has zero impact at Valencia? Ooh. Well, that was a big question. Uh, I did Valencia a couple of weeks ago, and the, the, the question mark was, you know, where is he going to contribute in a in a more positive manner? And it, it's got to be frustrating not only for for Musa but for the Valencia fans, yeah. uh, the American fans, seeing what he's capable of do. He's played a little bit differently. He plays a little more defensively for Valencia, but 
I would love to see Yunus Musa play for Valencia the way maybe you know he has for the U.S. national team. Maybe it's a confidence level that he has coming into the national team side. Maybe it's just a different role that maybe there's players that are more offensive-minded at the Val- at Valencia, but you're talking about a Valencia side in the relegation yeah, zone that's in big trouble, yeah. and and I just have not seen the progression for club that I've seen for country, and that's a look, it's a big, big question mark that a lot of us have uh, with the U.S. national team on Yunus uh, Moose's development. They got, of course, Barcelona this weekend. For Frank, will Zidane ever return to club management? Hopefully, yes. You know, I think he proved uh, that he was uh, he can be a real leader and uh, in the dressing room and uh, and and bring the guys to the best. But it was at Real Madrid. We want to see something else. We want to see if he can do the same. Chelsea, Frank, uh, with another club. Sorry, Chelsea. <laughs> well, yes, I would love to. I asked him once. You know, say, would you go to a? The question was really about an English club. Uh, and I said, well, you don't speak English. And he answered to me in English. So I said, well, that's good. He said, yes, you see, it can be surprising. And uh, I would love to. I mean, that would be something very good to, to, uh, to Chelsea. I think uh, I already said that. They need somebody with experience. We need somebody with credit. And I think the players will listen to him. When you have Zidane in front of you with your coach, uh, who's going to make the decision, I think you better listen to him. That's, uh, he can give you good advices. So that would be a very good thing for any club, but uh, for my dear club, of course, especially. What if he wanted you as an assistant? <coughs> oh, sorry, something, something was coughing at the same time you asked a question. Oh, so I didn't, listen, yeah. I didn't hear the other. What if he wanted you as an assistant? <laughs> oh, you know, Sometimes, you know, I, I, I hear a voice say, well, you know, if some, somebody calls you from Chelsea to join them, will you go or not? I say, well, I will have to stop, you know, working for ESPN FC. So, I don't know. Yeah. That's a real question. So, I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see that. Yeah, could, I love you, you so much, there. guys. You couldn't go with Frank. The Chelsea fans <laughs> hate Yeah, I know. You could be coaching Cucurella after what you said about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Upset Todd yeah. Bowley as well. Yeah, he will exactly. love me. It would, yeah. it is, is he upset Todd Bowley? No, Todd Bowley liked a message that he put about Cucurella. Who? Frank's not on Twitter. No, but it, it was an article about what Frank had said about right. Cucurella, and Todd Bowley liked it. Liked it <laughs> as in the like button or liked it? Liked it as in the like button. What How, does that mean? Well, he pressed like on the article. Yeah, but that might just, to, to, might just to, to notify it. Notify it for what? <laughs> to ban Frank. Historical <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm lost here. Yeah, but Craig, don't worry. He changed his mind half an hour. Yeah, but he changed his mind half an hour after, you know, and he disliked it. <laughs> he made a mistake. Covering his bases. Exactly. Oh, I must, have, I must have missed that. Oh, dear. I need to get up my game. Ah. <laughs> Uh, Casey and Shaka. paper in front of you there's annoyed me all day. Marcus Rashford, well, you've annoyed me for many years. Uh, Casey and Shaka, Marcus Rashford <laughs> said he wanted to be a goalkeeper when he first started playing. What position did you start with, Casey? Uh, running back, quarterback. Right, running, uh, yes. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was growing up as an American, you kind of, you played. Which so was your, which was your American sport. sport? Was it football? It probably would have been football. I, yeah. If I, if I hadn't have been able to to go the distance in in, in soccer, but um, 
Yeah, I think it's it's one of those conversations you have as a goalkeeper that when you're about 30, you went, I, sh I really should have been a striker. There you go. Somebody okay. talked to Marcus, Marcus Rashford, luckily, early enough in yes. his development that he was, uh, he didn't realize what a terrible position <laughs> goalkeeper is. <laughs> and he was smart enough to go somewhere else. I've told you many times, Dan. Well, tell us again, I've loved your stories today. I'm a striker. Yeah? I'm a striker, Craig. Uh, what age striker. did you... Our first goalkeeper when I was 10 years old. That's when, we get, that's when someone said, you're Yeah, you're the tallest, you're, you're you, going to You goal. would have taken lack of mobility <laughs> to No, I'm telling you, I was lethal, Craig. Sorry? I had a real, had a real eye for goal. I was lethal. Did you? Yeah. I was Rashford-esque. Uh, as a player, how difficult is it to play with teammates you don't get along with? How difficult might it be at Chelsea right now with the many players? And could that be a reason for their poor performance as it might not be possible to pick a team who all get along? Frank, you didn't get on with David Ginola. You must have played with him, did you, at the national team level? No, we loved each other. We shared the same room at the academy. We, we were friends. We were more than that. So I never had any problem with David. Uh, you are saying that. But, uh, but I've always been uh, in a good relationship with David. But I had a player that I won't name, you know, and it was at Strasbourg that I couldn't stand. And we never said hi to each other. Uh, I've never been a big friend of Chris Sutton, who spit on me when he was playing for Blackburn the year before he signed for Chelsea. But you get along with, with those players because we play together. It's for the best of the, of the club and it's not only for yourself. So you deal with that. You don't talk too much to, to, each, uh, to each other. Uh, but if I have to make a pass, if I had to make a save uh, because of uh, one of his mistakes, I would have done that. It's, um, no problem. It's what happened on the field. It's not what happened in our real life. So, uh, no problem with that. Did you ever have a conversation with Chris Sutton about it, Frank? Uh, no, not really. Not really. I said to Denise why it's going to be very hard for me to get along with him. So I'm going to do the job. But if you can, you know, keep an eye on the, on him to make sure it doesn't come too close to me, and that's all right. Uh, we've run out of time, apparently. Oh, no, no, no time to hear who Craig hated on his team or who well, hated him. Nobody hit, was the answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much, guys. ESPN FC back on your screens uh, tomorrow. Another FA Cup extravaganza uh, for us, of course. Four ties live on ESPN. Plus, there's Premier League games as well. Good, you're going to be super busy. I hope you're on late. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> I'll be home. Yep. Good riddance. Oh, lovely. Thank you very much, Craig. Let's see why you were hated by your teammate. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I think the world was despised. <laughs> <laughs>
the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash FC. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 